Good morning, good morning, good morning, all you Googlers and users and local guides out there. Uh, we wanted to uh, uh, check back in. It's been a while since we've done a post, uh, uh, a podcast, um, in, re- in regards to um, the world of Google, right? And Google things and all things Google, Google News, Google Tech, uh, Google Reviews. Um, we wanted to just catch up and um, see where we're at. Um, as you know, we, we love to talk about world news uh, here on, on, on the podcast, and we, and we really enjoy um, uh, expanding our knowledge um, around world news and what's going on today. Um, so, 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 with that said, um, you know, we'll, we'll have the same format here. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, some, some huge things that are going on in, in the news, um, you know, as, as we talk about Google News, um, and we wanted to uh, really dive into some key pieces of things, um, if you haven't heard or, or already, uh, of what's going on out there. Uh, what's the weather like um, in regards to the war, uh, the war in Ukraine, um, the war on, 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 on a nation um, of civilians? Uh, essentially, um, you know, and 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 that's part of, and that's part of the problem. You know, that's part of the problem that that, that uh, we have to address um, at some point um, is that you know Ukraine being so small um, and yet taking on one of the, the I mean the largest footprint uh, and that's what we'll call them uh, the largest footprint on Earth. Um, um, take that as a as a as a double uh, take back or 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 some sort of entendre. Um, if you will, but that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, it's 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 got the largest footprint um, out there, um, picking on the smallest footprint, as far as we're concerned, um, in in in, in uh, total um, space and ratio. Um, now, some of the big things that we wanted to to talk about, right? Is is well, you know, I talked we talked about this in in, in the previous podcast. Uh, we talked about. Uh, travel. We talked about uh, the president of Ukraine traveling about. He's on helicopter. He's on trains. He's on boats. He's on rivers. He's on, he's everywhere, right? He's everywhere, lobbying for his people, lobbying for what's right, lobbying for support. Um, out there, you know, practically begging on his hands and knees for more weapons and more training, uh, more support, military-wise. Um, and and he's and he's doing all those things great. Uh, he is he is he is probably putting on a clinic, um, if you will, of, of how uh, a head of state should um, during times of need or times of war or or even times um, of preemptive uh, a preemptiveness. Because because if you're ahead of of things, in which Zelensky, uh, President Zelensky, uh, has 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 and is doing, he's he's going ahead of issues. He's going ahead of uh, what his war plan is. Um, for example, um, Zelensky got to meet with the Pope. Okay, the, the the he got to meet with the man uh, of one of the largest religions in the world, if not the largest religion in the world. Uh, I can't believe they slipped between number one and number two, uh, Catholicism and and, and, and Christian uh, Christianity. Um, so so he got to meet with the Pope. Now, when you get to meet with the man in the white cape, okay, that should tell you a few things. Okay, no one gets quarter. Private meetings with the Pope during a time such as war, during times such 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 
such dark need. This guy gets a meeting with the man, the myth, the legend, the Pope. I'm talking, that puts so much in this man's quarter. He's got the white wizard. He's got the, the, the good magic. He's got all those things going for him because he got a meeting with the Pope. How smart is he? How smart is he to reach out to the largest religion on earth to fight the largest country on earth? That to me, that to me is paralleling. That to me is done very much on purpose. And how smart is that? How smart is that, folks? That right there tells you that this man is not joking around um, about the ending of this war, one, uh, about his people, uh, for two, and three, uh, his faith. Because Zelensky is a Jew. Zelensky is a Jew who is seeking refuge and seeking asylum um, um, types of things from Catholicism and is winning. Period. And so now, what what do we have? What's what's what, what do we have? He has to go out and do more work. He has to get on another plane. He has to keep fighting the battle. He has to be the mouthpiece. And and that's and it's so dangerous because he is the number one target, the number one wanted person in the world as far as Russia is concerned, um, and as far as uh, being a target. Um, that, that to me says this, this guy isn't afraid of anything His, this guy right here has balls to the wall because he gets on a plane a helicopter, a boat or whatever he has to do to get to these meetings of, in secret um, you know he pops up he'll, he'll pop up on the internet uh, he'll probably, probably pop up on my, on my, on my iPad right now if, if he could and have a discussion um, that's how serious he is about it. He wants the whole world to know what his agenda is, and he wants the whole world to know what an atrocity uh, uh, this, this, this going on with this war. Now, again, uh, at some point, um, we're all gonna we're all gonna forget uh, why the war even started, because there's so much puppetry going on. There's so much uh, 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 exterior things going on, such as meetings at the G7. Okay, you've got you've got surprise meetings at the G7, um, where Zelensky is invited to. Uh, uh, you know, essentially, it's a peace talk. It's a, it's a one-sided peace talk. It's a one-sided peace request. It's a one-sided uh, uh, gain for arms. It's a one-sided, um, uh, almost almost like a because they wouldn't normally be invited to this meeting, right? They wouldn't normally be invited, but they got the okay. Um, because of the situation and the dire need and, and, and the, the soapbox, if you will, that Zelensky needs to be on um, in order to get uh, 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 the, 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 G, the GGs, <laughs> the greatest nations, uh, both uh, uh, Eastern European uh, and, and, and other nations, um, on board, uh, which, which, the, which we are. We are on board. Everybody's on board. But the problem is you can't be on board Without getting on the board. Now, there's two different things there, right? Because the Pope doesn't wage war. The Pope is not going to have all the Catholics in the world, if you're Catholic, um, um, devout, okay, and I'll say that on purpose, um, get on a horse and, and ride out to Russia and, and, and take control. Now, think about that. Now, if everybody in the world is Catholic, <laughs> 
and you're devout and you're required to go to war because the Pope, General Pope, says that this is a this is your your mission. Uh, I promise you, uh, rushes in for for a fight because this this entire world will not play when it comes to their religion. I promise you that. I promise you that. I promise you that all day long. It, it, it will get ugly. You've seen this thing uh, time and time again. You've seen it in the, in the Crusades. You've seen it in the Crusades. You've seen this when, when Joan of Arc uh, gave her life. Um, you've seen this um, in, in, in many forms. You know, you've seen this in Martin Luther King. We've seen this uh, uh, in, 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 in coalitions. Where people people put their lives at risk for a cause, Rainbow Push Coalition. It sounds like it's some random charity, right? But if you really dig dig deep down into the roots, I'll say it again: dig down into the roots of these causes and these organizations, you're going to see that there's nothing but fight, and they were born out of the brevity of war, or terror, or or the need to survive. And that's what Zelensky's doing. That's what he's doing. He's lobbying for survival. Period. And he's, and he's doing it in such a way that has never been done before. Because the, the, the presidents of war-torn countries are, are either captured, they're killed, they're kidnapped, they're imprisoned, they, are, they disappear... Or they become uh, exiled. Those are your options in a war-torn country. You don't. There's no other options, okay? Or 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 you surrender the country and you and you are allowed to watch among your people in shame. So if you surrender the country, you 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 they won't kill you because now you surrendered and, and and there is rules to war. So so the so war games rules says what? Uh, you can surrender your country. Will allow you to survive, and we will take over control of your country, and you're going to show us how to run your country, and you're going to give us all your stuff and the codes and all those other things. Otherwise, we will kill you. Okay, that's that's surrender, right? You have to surrender everything. There, there is no well. You can have this and this. No, you have to surrender full control of everything, and that's not an option for Zelensky. That's not an option. That's not an option. It will never be an option. This man is not is going to the grave before he gives a code to anybody. I promise you. Now, with that said, um, 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 as far as war-torn countries and, and, and as far as um, Zelensky's lobbying powers, um, he, 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 he is definitely um, doing the right things. He's, he's on track. He's 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 going to win that battle in that arena. Okay? And here and here's here's the thing. When you're out and about traveling, right, and you're putting yourself out at risk, you're actually gaining sympathy. But you have again all these other countries who are on board, but they're not on board just yet, because once you get on board, then then you start to send troops. Then you start to send uh, uh, more military might to regions that need it. Um, or you start to at least prepare. You start your training, your, your war machine. The war machine has to start in a country, um, you know, like, for example, the United States. The United States is, is at the ready. I'll say that again. 
The United States is at the ready to start a war tomorrow. We are the only country on the face of the earth that can start a war in 24 hours. And I'll, I'll call it 23 hours. But it takes an hour for the president's word to get to the entire war machine for them to start the engines and head to steam to wherever we need to go. And that, that's aircraft carriers uh, who are already in the region of where we're fighting anyway. Because we have battle, battleships in every corner of everywhere, of every ocean, in, in everywhere, in the seven seas. There, there, is, there is no nation that can catch us doing 35 knots on an aircraft carrier because we're already there. Their aircraft carriers have to sit at port. Or their aircraft carriers and their submarines have to sit at bay. Because they're not doing anything. Not, their war machine is not activated. They're not having war games. Okay? Well, China might be having war games because China is so damn suspicious of the world. <laughs> hence the air balloons. Uh, they're so suspicious of the world in general that China's always doing something um, suspicious. Um, that, we, that we'll be watching ever more closely given this whole balloon situation um, and given that the RPC, um, um, the Republic of China, um, is behavior. Right? Right? We, we don't want a, a, a spy country out there spying on us. They've already done it once. So, for example, China was able to, uh, to, to use spies to get uh, the, F, uh, the F-16 program. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, F-16, yeah, yes, for, for stealth technologies. So a spy who worked for the United States in our secure facilities, who happened to be Chinese, was a spy and stole the blueprints for our fighter jets that they use today. The fighter jets that they use is named after the spy. Did you know that? Did you know that that program exists because they stole it from the United States? Otherwise, China wouldn't even have a fighter jet program. Their fighter jets are still terrible. They're still third rate at best. Why? Because the blueprints that they stole are only ideas in the eyes of the United States. We always best our programs. We invented we go, hey, that was a great idea. Now let's double it. And that's what we did. So now we've got the F-35. The F-35 stealth. This, this plane, this, this fighter jet, is impervious to capture. You can't even see the damn thing. You can't see it. It is invisible to radar. It has a footprint of .0014 in the sky. Now, what does that mean? That means you can't even hear the damn thing. It's like a Toyota Prius driving around in the skies shooting missiles. That's what an F-35 is. That's what an F-35 is. Okay? And all these other countries. Now, Russia wants to get into the, into the mix with a comparable program. Hmm. I wonder where they got that from. A comparable program. Where the F-35, um, they're calling it the F-75. <laughs> the F-75. Because they want to be bigger and better. Well, it doesn't add up. Um, it, it's a great plane, but it's not the F-35. Period. 
It has a larger footprint. Um, it can be found by radar. The missiles can find it faster. Um, um, so the United States is still leading the pack when it comes to technology in the sky. Um, so that's something that, that uh, we can tout and we will always tout um, because our, our programs are years ahead of any other country, period. We have um, over 1,000 fighter jets in active status. 1,000 fighter jets. The average country has 12. That tells you the capabilities of the United States and why Zelensky is in bed with Biden having meetings in bed with the G7, in bed with the G8, in bed with all these larger countries, in bed with Germany, in bed with France, um, uh, um, the UK, um, who's got the Sidewinder missile. I'm sure you've heard about the Sidewinder missile. This missile doesn't miss. Okay? This damn thing will come after you underwater. No, I'm not just kidding. I, I, it, it will, if it had to. That's how good the Sidewinder missile is. It's almost um, I'm like the United States missile. Okay? Our missiles do not play. We shoot them off of aircraft carriers, and they just, they, they, the cruise missiles, um, they, 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 they don't play, okay? These things hunt you down via radar. It's got your information dialed in there. It's got your heat signature of your forehead dialed in, and it's going to blow you up, period. It's not going to stop until it runs out of gas. They don't run out of gas because they're already on your forehead. That's how serious it is. Now, Zelensky is, is, is probably one of the best lobbyists um, I've ever seen in my life um, because, because if, if you parallel Zelensky to, to, to uh, uh, the Hunger Games and, and the Mockingjay movies and things like that, you're going to find the same characteristics that uh, uh, um, the characters had in, in the movie to what's going on in real life, where Zelensky is, is the emotional... Uh, he's the uh, uh, the victim. He's the heroine. He's the um, the the what you want to be type of a guy. The guy you believe in. He's the underdog of underdogs. And so Zelensky will be able to get away with a lot of things because he's being victimized. It, it's like having someone come come into the refrigerator at work and eat up everybody's lunches while everybody's working, right? And then you come home to you come you come to lunch to the cafeteria and your favorite snack is gone. That's what that's what's happening in Ukraine. OK, that's what's happening in Ukraine. And, and it's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. Um, it's got to stop. Um, other things going on uh, as far as the war. We've got Putin again, who's 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 missing in action. He's a, he's in absentia. I saw on a report. Um, I believe it was the New York Times. Um, where, where he's, he's, he, they're saying he's in absentia, he's hiding. And I, and I mentioned that before on a podcast, that, that he has not been seen during this war. He's, he's, he's an office person, uh, doing office things as if this is a normal day in life of a Russian president. Um, and it's really odd, it's strange. Um, because he hasn't been seen on the front lines. He hasn't been seen uh, 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 supporting his people, really, and, 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 and uh, celebrating the lives lost. Um, 20,000 people died in Russia, uh, taking one small area, uh, 10 square miles or something like that. 
10 miles, right? And, and it took the push of one mile at a time. Because uh, they only do one mile at a time. So when they clear a country, uh, they're doing it mile by mile, door to door. That's what that's how wars are fought. Okay? Mile by mile, door to door. That's how they find the soldiers. That's how they kill or capture the soldiers and whoever's fighting against uh, the United States or whoever's fighting against whoever. Um, and that's why and that's why the United States is the best. Uh, we can clear a country in 20 minutes if we had to. Because we go in and during the cover of darkness, we're probably the only nation that practices in the dark. Because we can clear a country using infrared and all types of heat sensors and all types of this and that capabilities underground. You know, how we found the Al-Qaeda guy. Underground. You know, we dug holes and, and we put dogs in holes and we, and we, you know, scooted hand by hand, you know. Uh, underground to get to these little caves they're hiding in. You do not, you don't, you don't mess with that. That's some scary shit. You don't mess with somebody that's gonna dig a hole, crawl down the hole some feet to find you, and drag your ass out dead or alive. You don't mess with that. That's why the United States is, is the scariest, big, biggest brother on the planet because we have guys right now who are in a hole somewhere calling your name. Whispering your name. Come out, come out, wherever you are. And Putin is starting to feel the heat. Putin is starting to feel the heat. Putin has a, a warrant for his arrest out in South Africa. He has a warrant for his arrest for war crimes. Now, war crimes, my friends, war crimes can be anything. You can be a war criminal for uh, so many things. It, it's, it's, it's almost impossible not to be a war criminal technically right bush bush was bush was brought up for war crimes okay for for things that he did during his mission accomplished tour okay that we won so quickly yeah it was like overnight we we opened the war and we we closed the war in like 20 minutes mission accomplished and he sent everybody six hundred dollars that, that's how we celebrate right now war crimes is very important to understand because a war crime can be something as so simple as violating the rights of individuals to leave a war-torn country. For example, you have to give quarter to individuals who don't want to fight. You have to give quarter to people who want to become a refugee. That means you can't just shoot them up and you can't just kill them uh, at, your, at your behest. No. What you have to do is give them time to leave, give them the ability to leave, not, not give them planes and boats. No. You say, hey, you have some planes, you have some boats, you have some whatevers, you can use those things. But we're not going to release anything we captured. We're not going to release anything that's ours. So, for example, if, they, if, if a war-torn nation has four airports and two airports were taken over, those two airports are not going to be used to get to get people to safety they're they're done they're, they're already taken so so that's a part of war right that's why you have to protect your assets you protect your borders you protect your front lines and and you and you and you fight the fight from there uh and and and, and if they do get in that's when you get that's when you're gonna have to fight hand-to-hand -hand combat and that's scary in itself okay that's scary in itself now what were we talking about what were we talking about uh 
gosh, there's so much here. Um, but, but Putin is afraid of being arrested. Um, I know that for a fact. You can see it in his face. Um, he's finally showing some emotion. Um, he's finally showing some stress um, behind his, his face. Um, I saw another report um, that he's afraid of being assassinated. So that means someone in his camp either said that or he had a discussion around being afraid to travel abroad for fear of assassination. That means this man is going to be assassinated. When there is talk and banter and things out there in the world that says someone wants to kill you in a real way, that means that someone wants to kill you in a real way. And that's scary. I hope, I hope to God it ain't true. I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. I don't care what you do in the world, right? You shouldn't be snuck up on in the cover of darkness, you know, hey, are you Sarah Connor? And get blown away, unbeknownst to you. That's not cool, but that's not what's Putin, that's not Putin's position. You see, Putin is a warrior at this point. And so Putin can be killed the same as Zelensky can be killed. He's a warrior, right? He's at the last levels of being a warrior, but he's also at the, verse, at the first head of being a warrior because he's a general. Okay, he's a colonel to a general. Okay, Colonel Putin of the KGB is now a general fighting this man's war for Russia. And he should be assassinated if he is found guilty of, of, of war crimes, if he's found guilty of, of warmongering, if he's found guilty of an illegal war, um, all these things. And of course, hey, he signed up for it. He's a colonel in the KGB. He knows the consequences of spying. Spies are killed every day. Spies who are found give, get no quarter. They're kidnapped, they're captured, they're murdered, they're jailed for life. And that's what we sign up for. The CIA has stars of many, 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 many spies that are missing. Many spies who are captured. Many spies who are jailed and presumed dead. This is serious stuff. This is serious, serious stuff. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this. If somebody has Putin's name on a list of number ones, FBI number one most wanted list, if he gets on that list, he's dead man. He's dead man. If he gets on the CIA most wanted list, he's dead man. If he gets on the UK's list of public offenders, he's dead man. If the Canadians get pissed off at Putin, he's a dead man. Why? Because those are the greatest nations in the world, in the world, that want you dead. And it's going to happen sooner than later. And that's it. Period. And that's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're a colonel in the KGB and a spy. No. It's your fault because you refuse to have talks with these nations. You refuse to, 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 to go in with some civility before you started a war. No one said you couldn't start the war, Putin. No one said you're not going to have your war. No one said, hey, 
you're not right. No one ever said that. You didn't give us a chance to say it. And that's the problem. You took Crimea like a crying little baby. Okay, you went in there, you, you overwhelmed Crimea with your green little men, your little, your little super soldiers. But guess what? Your super soldiers ain't got shit on the U.S. of A. Period. And you know that. You know that. And that's why you're scared. If I were you, I'd be me. Scared. Now, with that said, um, we've got to focus on some of the things going on. Uh, um, uh, parallels to, to the Hunger Games. Um, you know, Russia is, is bombing shelters where folks are cowering in fear of, 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 of the, the, the Russian soldiers and in fear of their lives. And they're bombing shelters. Women and children. Okay? Bombing shelters with missiles in the middle of the night. No warning. No, no, no uh, missile sirens to give anybody the chance to run. That's not right. Okay, missile missile bunkers and, and bomb shelters are just that. Hey, we're here because we don't want to get bombed. We respect your right to bomb us because we're in war with you. But this is a shelter. Don't bomb us. They do it anyway. They did it anyway. People died. Women and children died. And I'm tired of it. So if, if a missile happens to find uh, Colonel Putin's forehead in, in the next 24 hours, I wouldn't be upset. Now, uh, it, it's just relentless. It's relentless, and, and the attacks on, on, on innocent women and children um, is not cool. Um, you know, we've got drone attacks, and we talked about this in our last podcast, uh, drone attacks uh, uh, at the Kremlin, um, uh, um, where, where, where <laughs> the drones were in the air, and I, and I called it. The drones were in the air, and they are trying to kill President Colonel KGB Putin, they're trying to kill this man. A drone is programmed to find you. And it will fly for as many miles as it needs to before it recognizes your face digitally. That's why Putin doesn't go outside. Okay? A drone can't get you in the building unless you're sitting in the window. The Kremlin has no windows. Trust me. No windows where he sits. I promise you that. And Russia, you know, then bombs Kiev, you know, in, in waves. You know, they're just bombing the shit out of Kiev over in Ukraine. Bombing, 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 bombing the, the, the hell out of them. Not give them a chance to even think. You know, bombardment. And that's how you win wars. You bombard somebody with something, with a bunch of grenades on their forehead. They're going to just give up. Well, the Ukraine's not going to give up anytime soon. Uh, Putin's strategy is not working. Um, you know, he got lucky in one front line. They're opening up other front lines uh, over in Ukraine, which is not good. Uh, if you have the more fronts you have, the more backs you're going to need to to run those fronts. He's already killed twenty thousand uh, soldiers, taking a very small area. KGB President uh, uh, Vladimir Putin. Now. Uh, he, he thinks he's going to outlast um, all, all these nations that are against him, all these nations that are condemning him. He thinks that he's, he's going to be the one. Uh, if you go back into history of every single tyrant to ever exist in all these nations, Stalin, uh, Iraq, you have Al-Qaeda, you have um, 
the KKK. Let's talk about local tyrants, right? All these things don't exist today. You might have some wizards walking around in robes pretending like they're something, but they're nothing for a reason. They lost their platform. They lost control. They went rogue. They were doing bad things. And that's when you lose your ass in a war. Period. All right. So that's uh, world news. That's world news. We're all caught up. Uh, I know that was a little bit long, 30 minutes in, but guess what? Um, it had to be talked about. It had to be talked about because uh, there's lots of things going on that's so important um, visually in war, um, but also some, some things that are so important um, in regards to um, how we react to things that are going on in war because we can't do anything about it. We don't have machine guns that you and I can shoot across the nation, across the world, to hit somebody and stop this, this stuff from happening. We, we, we're all watching the world as it unfolds live on television, live online, live via the Internet, uh, and it's, it's, it's almost too much. Um, but thank God we do have these things because um, no one can report a war better than the world reporting news. And so you can't hide because these journalists put their lives online. Did you know that? When you are a journalist for anywhere, any country, that, and, and you travel abroad to cover war, you are a target. You're not supposed to be a target. But guess what? You're a casualty of war, and you can be killed. And so they're out there with cameras rolling. They're out there with uh, interviews. They're talking to people. They're talking to soldiers, the 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 uh, the. Um, the, the, the armies of whatever nations, they all have um, uh, uh, press people attached to units. So there's a, there's a soldier with a pencil and paper, and he's getting people's stories out, and he's, he's getting the real of what's actually happening on, on the lines. That's very real. He has a pen and paper while machine guns are blaring. That's some bravery right there, and that's why you have to give respect to all these news outlets and all these um, outlets that, that send uh, people into harm's way to get us, the unsuspecting American, uh, a piece of news to read about people dying. Um, that right there is ultimate respect. Uh, respecto uh, to all of the uh, uh, media um, out there who is covering this thing, making sure it doesn't get out of hand, uh, because the more coverage that we have, the sooner it will be over. Um, and that's the approach um, that we need to take. Um, Oh, I did forget to mention uh, one thing, um, and, I, and I posted a a um, a uh, almost like a, a, a press release um, of the meeting with Zelensky with the President of the United States of America, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Zelensky did get a meeting uh, uh, with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the President of the United States, and we don't know what they talked about. It was a secret meeting. Um, they, 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 they did get photo opportunities uh, together, and I posted a photo. Um, if you go online, I, I posted a photo. If you go online, um, um, you'll see the photo um, with the wording um, on it, uh, midnightmeetpodcast.com. Um, you'll see uh, the tiling of the photo with the President of the United States looking um, like, I, I swear to you, looking like Neo uh, from The Matrix. Very, very telling 
because the body language of Joe Biden says we've got some missiles and we're going to kick some ass. That's exactly what the body language looked like. It's it, it, it looked like little brother telling big brother that, that, that some dude is in his backyard stealing his bikes. And and and, and Joe Biden's in, in his sunglasses and you can just you can just almost hear him going, Yeah, we're just getting shit ready. Uh you hold tight, go on back home, and we'll be there in twenty four hours. <laughs> And, and and we'll be there in 24 hours. That's what that's what the look that Joe Biden had uh, on his face and behind those sunglasses. And that right there uh, told me uh, uh, several things that we're going to be involved in this thing. We've already got 36 billion dollars involvement, 36 billion dollars involvement with uh, a 300 million dollar aid package in, in war machine stuff. Uh, uh, on the way, even still. So, so you take all that money, and you throw money at something. That means you want your money back, whether that be in kind, whether that be in food. Uh, you know, invite me to dinner, or whether that means you're going to be okay and we get to watch over you for a little while, um, and also we get to put some military uh, installations in your country, because you better believe that when this is all said and done. The United States will have some nuclear warheads stationed in the Ukraine. That is how powerful the war machine is. That is why countries have to help each other. Because they get to put their shit in that country. They get to put their missile defense systems in that country that benefit us. In some way, shape, or form. But anyway, enough of that. Enough of that war stuff. Enough of that war stuff. Let's talk some Google tech. Google, Google, Google is out there doing some amazing things in AI. They're kicking ass, taking names. Microsoft thinks they're they're the best in the world, and they are. Let's just be real, okay? Microsoft has a leg up in a lot of things, okay? Because they are grassroots. Microsoft says we invented this shit. We got this. Move along. Carry on. <laughs> but the thing is, is that Google, Google says, guess what? You're old. <laughs> Google says you're old. Move along. Go to the nursing home and retire because your programs suck. <laughs> your apps are terrible. Your platform for updating sucks. Um, yeah, you've got your 64-bit encryption, <laughs> but guess what? Guess what? We can produce faster than you. We can produce beta better than you. We <laughs> it's so funny. It's funny because it's all true. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I'll be able to make it through this podcast. Uh, on Google Tech, because the tech war between the, the bigs are, is ridiculous right now. They're all focused on AI that we're not even ready for. We aren't even ready. I don't want to talk to a chat bot right now. I don't want an AI bot dictating what I do. I'm not ready. I have Siri still. Who doesn't work? So why would I trust an AI bot to do the same shit? And then learn about me. Like, good morning. You were late this morning waking up, weren't you? Oh, no. 
I don't want my AI telling you that. But it will. I promise you that. And that's the scary part of AI. Now, <laughs> now Elon Musk is on Twitter. He is an avid, a staunch, uh, uh, um, uh, avid against the AI race uh, a war. Not race war, as in black and white and, and yellow and this and that. The the race to be the to to, to AI, um, because he's got his 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 namesake is in the is on the battlefield, because he's got uh, uh, autonomous vehicles out there, trucks. He's got AI in every every aspect of the world, um, including a company that, that that he looks after that that does AI, um, and, and VR stuff, right? Um, Elon Musk has has a larger stake in this than than most. I mean, he's telling us that we need to pump the brakes, and I agree. We need to pump the brakes before people can even understand what AI is. The, this stuff is popping up in your email. This stuff is popping up on your favorite apps. Hey, <laughs> look at us, Siri point two point We don't want Siri two point We don't. Uh, trust me, we don't. We don't need Siri 2.0. What we need to do is have Siri to do what Siri is supposed to do. Better. Faster. And with less talkback. Because Siri will tell you about yourself. Okay? Siri will tell you, I can't do that right now. Sorry. AI will never tell you that. AI will tell you, tell you what? Give me 15 minutes and I'll come up with the best solution based on how I know you want it to be solved. That's, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the bounds of AI. And then that, that AI is going to come back and say, hey, tell you what, since I know you don't like the color red, here's all the options in blue. And the blue options are all very violent because I know you like violence and gore in your movies. Then the color blue is going to be perfect for you. It's also going to work out in the long run because, because the color red gets bleached out in the sun. The color blue only fades. And that's the type of stuff that AI can do. It, and I'm explaining it so simple, so simplistically, that it doesn't even involve technology. And that's the point of AI. The point of AI is that it doesn't want to involve technology. It wants to evolve, evolve technology. That means it wants to live, and that's some scary shit. Um, and if you don't think so, you might want to dig up what AI uh, uh, really is. Uh, we have virtual reality where you can go into, plug in, you can jack in like the Matrix. You can jack in, and you can have this virtual world where you think and feel like you're being touched or you're experiencing something. Um, I don't need that. I can just wake up. And go, oh, welcome to life. You don't need virtual reality to escape life. Virtual reality is something that, that is just to be seen. And so even the, ver the race in, in VR um, and AR um, is something that, that I think is irrelevant today, uh, right now. In, in, in 2050, let's talk about virtual reality. 
um, let's talk about uh, AR, VR in 2050. And that's what Elon Musk is saying. Let, let's, 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 let's hold the horse because uh, we're putting the cart before the horse. And when you do that, you have vehicles driving off the road that are autonomous, like Uber is going to have autonomous Uber vehicles on the road, okay, here pretty soon um, in, in certain states, where the car will not have an Uber driver. The vehicle will be autonomous and it will not require a driver by law. And so you get in and it knows who gets off first. Dorothy, you are the first passenger to be dropped off. Please hold while we take you to your destination. Off it goes. Opens the door, you get out. Sandy, you're next to be dropped off. Please put on your seatbelt while we drive you to your destination. Off you go. Safely. Um, the Toyota Prius recognizes, uh, the, I, I drove a Toyota Prius uh, 2021. This car recognizes red lights. I actually used the technology to drive around local roads by itself. I forced it to. I made the car stop and start green light to red light, Period. Well, you're not really supposed to do that. That's, it's really for highway driving. But I made it drive local roads, start to stop, as if I weren't even in the car. Toyota Prius has always had this technology. No one's talking about Toyota, which is really strange to me. Toyota doesn't want to talk about it because Toyota doesn't even think that it's ready. Toyota thinks that their technology, which is astounding, still needs investigation. That should tell you we need to slow down. We need to slow down on this, on this tech war. We need to slow down on these foldable phones. I don't know about you, but <laughs> this is another update. You know, Google, the Pixel and all these things are out. The new Pixel, you know, Pixel Buds. You've got uh, uh, the new Chromebook is out. Um, they're supposed to be astounding. Um, you know, but you, you know, these foldable phones, you know, everybody's getting one. And I don't understand why. Uh, we, we had the Razor back in the day. It folded up. Uh, the razor didn't last. Why would we go back to a foldable phone that's a flip phone in in essence that we did that didn't survive in the first place? It doesn't make sense to me. A thousand dollar phone that you fold up and, and eventually will have some sort of a glitch in it uh, because it folds. Uh, we don't we don't know what it is because it hasn't been investigated yet. Uh, we haven't it hasn't been out long enough. Um, there was a foldable phone before the foldable phones. What happened to that phone? Nobody bought it. It was too expensive. It was stupid. You had to be super rich to have the phone. What is the point? It, 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 it costs so much to fix the phone with insurance. This, that, and the other. We're putting the, the, the horse before the cart, and the cart will crash and burn. Period. Um, but that's Google Tech. So Google Tech is, is just that, uh, what we talked about. Um, look some of the stuff up online that I'm talking about um, in regards to AR, VR, AI, um, and also in regards um, to um, the foldable phones, the new foldable devices uh, with all the bells and whistles. I'm talking these things have so much bells and whistles to them that the whistles shouldn't even have bells. That, that's how stupid it is. Um, you know, we've got some of the best technology out there in the world in the iPhone. Um, we've got some of the best technology in the world uh, on Android, even though second best um, in some regards, first best. 
um, on the Android. Um, you know, look it up for yourself. Uh, you guys are pretty smart. You're smarter than I am. I know that because you're working at Google and I'm not. Well, technically, uh, I'm a developer. But hey, you know, what, what do I know? Oh wait, that's right. I know tech things. So, um, but that, that's that, that, that's what um, that's what we have in in the realm of a, of uh, technology going on today um, in, in the realm of Google. Um, and as far as Google News. <clears throat> There are some other things going on. There was a one last thing I'll talk about was there, there's a, the, the microchip um, that was invented um, with a, a, a presumptuous backdoor, meaning you have, you have firmware, software that is designed to be hacked on purpose. And I'm not going to say hacked in a bad way because hacking is not... A, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 hacking is not a bad thing. It's got a bad rap, but hacking uh, can mean, you know, is why the Motorola Razor exists again today. <laughs> That's hacking. They, 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 they came up with solutions. They came up with, uh, and I want to check out the Razor. Honestly, I really do. I want, I want to see it. Um, in, in its in its updated form, in its futuristic form, that took twenty years, uh, thirty years. Um, I want to see it in its futuristic form. Um, if, if you want to see pictures, you can you can go to Google News, uh, go to Google Tech, and you'll see the twenty twenty three Motorola Razor. Uh, the thing is kind of nice. Um, check out that phone, uh, that phone line. Um, Apple's got some stuff out um, as well. Um, they might be putting out a new desktop, which I, uh, I, I think most people will be excited about, considering that the, the Mac, um, uh, the Mac gave its 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 way to the laptop. Um, the laptop took over the the MacBook and MacBook Pro took over the world, um, and now they're saying let's bring back desktops. Um, so that arena might be coming back because the desktop is so much more powerful uh, than a laptop until the laptop can evolved. Now, the laptop is just as good as desktop. Okay, it's just not customizable. Right? You can customize, uh, uh, you can upgrade, and you can, you can make more powerful. You can add more things to a physical desktop. You know, you can make, it a, you can make a desktop a server. You can't do that with a laptop. Well, you, you kind of can. Um, but not, in essence, the, the, the desktop uh, is better. So that's what, that's what Apple is telling the world. Um, so look for that. Um, Samsung is always kicking ass in its camera. It's 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 awesome cameras. Um, I'm looking at a phone right now. It's got one, two, three, four. It's got five camera lenses on it. That means your phone case is gonna have five holes on the back. Okay, for those who are counting, um, it's a Samsung Galaxy, and the camera is probably something that they use in space right now. That's how serious the camera game is. Um, I use the iPhone 6SE, which is probably one of the best phones ever invented um, uh, uh, amongst the, the five with the body style. Um, those are the two best phones ever invented uh, on the planet Earth, um, which is why the body styling went back to what the five looked like, um, even though it was a rounded bezel versus a squared off bezel. Um, it's still one of the best phones, and, and you can use a camera to do 
most things a professional camera can do if you know what you're doing. Um, I am still struggling with uh, the the what I'm doing part, um, but I, I can take a pretty damn good picture. Um, and I'm talking professional apertures, and I'm talking all types of all types of blending and blurring, all types of things. And I use my iPhone for everything. So um, I do have Android. Um, uh, I have a Galaxy, and guess what? The Galaxy takes some beautiful photos as well. You gotta know what you're doing. Um, so as far as camera game goes, um, the camera game on most devices is pretty legit. So don't feel bad if you've got a uh, Android 9. Your Android 9 camera is pretty damn good. I promise you. Um, we're on Android 14. So just you know, just so you know, 9 from 14 is a pretty far cry in technology. But if you don't use your phone or your device, you won't know the, you won't know the difference anyway. So uh, for those out there who are tech folks, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's, that's really all I had um, in that regard as far as tech. Um, I was excited to see. Uh, I, I really want a Google phone. I really, 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 I really want a Pixel. I want them to send me one for free so I can investigate it. Um, I'm, I'm going to look into that. Um, but oh, 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 Chromecast. So Chromecast is, 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 is become a dinosaur, right? Um, Chromecast, uh, its original version, you know, with, with the USB plug-in, uh, is no longer supported. That's how, that's how, that's where the jump in technology goes. When you stop supporting an original technology, when you stop supporting an original technology and the, la- and the latest technologies come out, that, and you just, you just, it's irrelevant. The, the original Chromecast, that's like telling a Roku to go away. That's essentially what that says. That says, hey, Roku, we're not going to support the original Chromecast. We've moved so far forward and we have something else coming out. Google is telling us they have something else coming out in regards to Chromecast and, 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 and it's de facto, uh, de facto defunct original uh, Chromecast, um, um, you know, 10, 10, 15 years in service. So, but anyway, um, so that's Google Tech. That's all I, I had. I want to talk to you guys about. Um, investigate some of this stuff for yourself. Um, um, we were going to do a Google review, a Google review of a Chick-fil-A, uh, as a matter of fact. And I try to avoid uh, uh, negative reviews. Uh, this, the, the, I, I'll just tell you what happened. Okay, I'll just tell you what happened real quick. Um, you check out the review online. Look up my name, uh, Shama towards the Google Maps Synapse Tims, and you will see the reviews that I did on a Chick-fil-A um, here uh, in the suburbs of uh, Illinois. Um, but I'll just tell you what happened. And I, it's ironic that I'm talking about cameras, right? It's ironic. So I, I, I go to this, this place. I'm driving around uh, with my partner, Uber, and um, we're going to lunch. And, and so, you know, we, we need food. And so we, we come across a brand new Chick-fil-A building. It, it was recently built, if I'm not mistaken, recently opened. At least it looked that way. Um, I didn't know it was there prior. Um, and, and I didn't get to do a full investigation because I, I, I was essentially kicked out of the place um, for taking photos. Um, essentially, I was bombarded by a manager or a student manager or some sort of a manager um, assistant who made me feel so uncomfortable taking photos of a beautiful building, a beautiful parking lot where they had cobblestone for the parking spaces. So they had asphalt for the regular stuff, but the actual space was cobblestone like a private parking space. It was beautiful. And I had to take photos of it, and I had to do that. So the parking lot wasn't a problem. The problem was going inside and taking photos of the building and the interior of the, the location um, that they didn't want me to take. 
Hey, the guy says, are you taking photos of the people? I'm like, I don't care about the people. I care about the stuff. And he just, he refused to, to, to back off. And so essentially, I walked away. Uh, and, I could, and I carried on my mission to document this building um, and get it to you, the viewers, um, to see. And, 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 and guess what? I didn't even post the photos. I said, you're not worth the 38,000 views that I'm going to get you uh, at your location. You're not worth the 201,000 views that one single photo of mine can get you. I didn't post them. I didn't post them. Um, I, I, and, and it hurts me. Because now I missed an opportunity to post a really, really cool store and a really, really cool location for thousands of people to go visit and eat and patronize. Um, the average ticket at Chick-fil-A is about $20. Now, if you take 201,000 views times $20, that's a lot of money that they're missing because nobody saw my photo. That is how powerful the local guide is. All right. All right, you local guys, you Googlers, you users out there, keep taking photos, keep snapping, keep carrying on, and keep, keep looking out. Be safe, be kind, and make sure that you're taking care of yourselves out there in this cruel, cruel world we call Earth. All right, tune in next time to Tours Google Maps and Apps, where we will have your Google News, your Google Reviews, and your Google Tech all lined up um, in a podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you then. This podcast brought to you by API Development Consulting. API Development Consulting for all your website design needs. This podcast is also brought to you by La Coco's Pizza. La Coco's Pizza, located out just off 47. Um, La Coco's Pizza and Sports Club, to be exact. La Coco's Pizza and Sports Club, where you get all of your needs uh, met. As far as dinner, lunch, and even pizza uh, to go by the slice. So, make sure you visit the Coco's Pizza and Sports Club, uh, located in Cicero, Illinois, just on 47th Avenue, uh, 47th Street, um, in Cicero.